Wednesday, my dads. Ah! <laughs> and this is Rebels Without a Clue, our pop culture podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Brad. And uh, special guest tonight, we have Stephen, the failed Let's Player. <laughs> I asked him to, to say that, and it's because it's true. Uh, hi, uh, I am a good friend of Tony's. I mean, at least I used to be. I don't know. I don't know where oh, we stand no, now. I, I, no, no, I think it's still there. Oh, that's cute. Well, back in the day, we were <laughs> part of a YouTube channel known as Mithras LP. Yes, yes. Uh, on YouTube. So if no one's ever heard of it, probably not. Yeah, please don't look it up. It brings me great, I think you should, great anxiety. You should definitely go look it up because we were actually very funny. <laughs> Like yeah, maybe internal jokes. No, no, honestly, no. no. We were just genuinely funny. But it was tooting your own horn, T. A little bit, yeah. Mm. I'm proud of it. Mm. Mm. I'm proud of that channel. We did good I'm, stuff. I'm not proud of it, but I will say hey. that we were hey. funny in some cases. Yes. Salt fest. Salt fest was the dumbest shit I've ever done, but it was also you no. Know, it was funny as. Fuck. Oh no 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 no! Totally, it was really really funny. But like, like, God, poor Jason. <laughs> That, that man put up with just me. Like, I lived with that guy, and we did Let's Plays all day and all night, and I swear to God, six months in, felt like I felt like he was he was legitimately just this close to just throwing me out. <laughs> and we are good mates. Oh, uh, there was many times where we just wanted to throw us all out, so I that is think true. you're alone in that field. Yes. Absolutely. So, this week, before, before I introduce we begin, it... we need to discuss what we are drinking. Yeah, like, mm. we haven't done that in a while. So... We have the drink of choice today. We're getting onto a bit of wine. And it is the 2013 Portrait Cab from the Barossa Valley. Lovely. So, some mm. slick. I don't know how to, how to grade this. Mm, <laughs> woody. Mm, with a touch of fragrance. <laughs> don't know what that means, but it sounds Woody enticing. with a touch yeah. of fragrance. Mm, it's, it's, it tastes like it's been in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Mmm, I, I get the scent of grapes. Oh, oh wait, it's it. wine. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> All right. Um, I am also drinking... <laughs> uh, I am drinking a Coles Pineapple Flavor Soft Drink. Um, not sure what year vintage this one is. We're getting loose tonight, fellas. Ab- oh, absolutely. Yeah. It does have a one-star rating. So, you know, let's go, boys. One star. <laughs> We, he's done it. We got one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So, by request, we are going with Freestyle Episode 2. Yeah, that or, was my part request. Two, whatever you want to call it. Because mm-hmm. you, well, Stephen, you contacted me during the week last week. Absolutely. Um, expressed how much you enjoyed Freestyle and wanted I, to I come am, on board and do a Freestyle episode. You're not wrong. Here we are. I did enjoy it. But not for the reasons that you may expect. I, I I enjoyed it because it did give me blood on the brain. And um, there was just a certain part of me that really uh, disconnected with that feeling of just utter dis- disorientation. And I didn't want to come in here being like, okay, and the topic today, boys, is, uh, you know, tensions in the Middle East. I, I, I just didn't want to do Honestly, that. Honestly, I thought you were going to come in more along the lines of like an angry nerdlinger at Comic-Con. <laughs> Just questioning everything Actually, that was done wrong. Believe it or not, I did have a lot of notes, but then oh I I God. read I read back and I was like, I don't want to I don't want to come in here. My and... brain's bleeding after that comment. 
<laughs> Any note takers? Yes, it's Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> With a pH. <laughs> Stephen! Is this a speed bump, Stephen? So I, I thought I thought better of it and I just realized that maybe we should just riff off the cuff again, talk about, you know, just some very just, you know, kind of cobbled together topics, and I feel like that will be the environment I work best in. Cool, I dig it, I dig it. And I am gonna give a shout out to Grant for giving us some of these suggestions yes. that we're ripping out tonight yes. that he commented us on Instagram. So uh, shout out Grant, thanks man. Anyone um, else wanting to comment, please do so. Let us know if you want us to do a topic. Absolutely. Uh, we're always open to suggestions. We are starved Definitely. for attention, please look at us. Please. Pretty much. <laughs> give us a fucking like, us. give us a fucking comment. We want to be. Won't go astray. We want to be live at Her Majesty's Theatre, just kind of sitting there, just drinking wine and you know pineapple soft drink, <laughs> kicking back at the Apollo. <laughs> Absolutely, with a whole bunch of black people that are chained up. Oh, <laughs> the love of God. Okay, maybe. Oh wait, oh. That, that's where they actually get. To maybe. Oh, oh, come on. Maybe miss me on that one. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll rain check on oh. that one. <laughs> Nice small room full of slavery. Jesus. Live, live in 1920s New York. Yeah. <laughs> From the cotton picking district of New York. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. So let's fucking, let's get dug into it. There goes all the American viewers. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You've done fucked us. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's yeah, right. at least uh, from the north. <laughs> true. All right. So let's, let's, let's fucking stick into it and get in. Nice and dirty. Mm, dirty. Love it. All right, so let's start off. What's invisible, but you wish you could see that no one else can? Hmm. What's what? in- For me, that's a really easy one because faith. <laughs> you would want to see faith. Yeah, yeah. Please explain. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm looking at you with such confusion right now. Oh, I know. To your I'm, answer, I'm what the in my brain now. Fuck are fucking you on? faith. Are no, you okay? <laughs> like religious cunts, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I know so, a few of them. Yeah, like the churchies. The churchies. Yep. Okay. So you think about it, right? You know, faith's my be all and end all. Faith is my life, and all that sort of shit. Right? Okay. So I'd like to see a tangible degree of faith. <laughs> what would the tangible source be? What would faith look, look like? like? Fucking rubbish. Spots would just be piles of rubbish floating around them and just following them. <laughs> kind so of. So have their own orbitational orbit. Basically. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, but it popped into my head not long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I was sitting there and I'm thinking, being able to see faith mm-hmm. would add like the degree of how much people believe would depend on like that orbital force that you're talking about, right? Okay. So the more garbage... I'm just going to use... Figurative, like garbage ruminating around the person. <laughs> so they've basically just got it all the all the shit got like a, around. Got like a garbage aura, literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm, I'm with you. Um, so I kind of feel like it'd be an interesting concept to actually see, like the degree of faith that people have. You know, for like those real churchy cunts, whether they actually are as faithful as they actually like, say. Like they're so they're so covered in faith they can't even fucking 100%. move around. I love that, yeah. So, going by that, what would the Pope look like? You wouldn't even see him because he'd be covered in shit. <laughs> I've, ever, I've, ever played, um, I've ever played, like, Katamari Damacy. He's just like that, but just all trash. You know, he's just kind of rolling around. Good Lord. He's just got, like... He doesn't have an aura of trash. He has, like, a like a, a full, like... He's got a planetoid of trash. Just kind of, like, all-encompassing. 
and he's right in the middle. I would like to think that the Pope would look like he's in like a mech suit of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be his head popping out of the chest cavity and the rest is just fucking garbage. <laughs> he's but, basically Wally. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally looking at the thing going, where's the Pope? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't fucking seen Wally. What? I know. What I, I know. It's 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 a bit shameful. I feel I felt like I'd get a lot of pushback saying that. Oh. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's very good. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> um, Tony is leaning back disapprovingly. Okay, me. well, alright. I've gone on my fucking tangent. I Boys. like that one for the record. That it, was very it, it's good. It's unique. It is unique, definitely. I have two things. One is one that I actually would take seriously. One is just the one I think would be funny. Okay, go. And this is a typical answer of me and you know it. A fart. 100%. I would love to see farts. Um, you can. So you can pinpoint who farted. Uh, excuse me, Tony, have you ever, like... And then no one could ever blame me again for farting. There are, I, I can see, like, 20 jet lighters in front of me. Have you never just, like, yeah, but gone then up you to your ass crack and just kind of, you know, lit a flame and then farted? Like, you'll see it. Tried, <laughs> tried and failed. Really? Yep. You can't produce you that much sulfur? You don't have methane. Methane or sulfur, yeah. Oh, no, I just had shit farts that night. You just and I never fart tried too again. much that it just become pure air. <laughs> Well, no, the problem is that I tried it once. Asshole. I tried it once we were on holiday, and I just wasn't getting. What anything. the fuck are you doing on holidays? Obviously, sitting in a room, smelling is your farts. It wasn't just me; there was a group of us that okay. were doing it. What you together. were sitting around in a circle and lighting was, each other's farts? Essentially, yeah. What the fuck? Do well, you that's do what when you do. You go away. That's what <laughs> happens when you have certain levels of boredom, and there's nothing. There, that is the highest. You're away. Why are you bored? Because there's nothing to do in some country hick ass town at night. Oh my god! Wow. Anyway, beside the point. I think that's that's the silly thing that I would want to okay. see. Okay. The real thing I'd want to see is I would like to see people's intention. Oh shit! Being able to see what someone's intention is, that's whether a it be game well, let's say like a hue of color okay. that they have, like just say like, over their head, or so maybe, red is malicious or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, I reckon that would be something really cool. That to is see. an actual game changer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I reckon that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Totally. I and like that's it. How you, and you could literally, you could, you wouldn't need to try and do the conventional things we have now. Where like, you know, when you meet someone new, you get a suss of them first. Yeah. You kind of get a feel for who they are. You just know straight off the bat. Yeah. Okay. If they're actually a good person, or if they're just a cunt. But like, man, you're you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be finding out some shit that you probably didn't want to. To be honest, there's gonna be some like people who you thought were but just then, dead ass great, and then they're just like. They're trying to fuck you on every corner. And that oh, look, changes I see... your perception of people then because you what would you, what you would initially go into that interaction with that person yeah. is going to change as a result of you having an already like Oh yeah. yeah. Perception yeah. Of yeah definitely. Them. That that definitely. kinda happens with like that kinda happens with like, you know, like those kinds of people that like always feel like they have a read on somebody, so then they come in with these intentions that they just kind of project on the other person. No, yeah, that would, I mean, it could be like almost a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. Like, even though it is true, it would be hard to hide that, the fact that you know. Mm. Yeah, no, and I can check. that. it changes that whole, like, uh, idea of um, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. You judge one every single time you see a person. No, but that's because it's the intention they give off. It's not something I'm judging them on, it's who they are. Yeah, but, like, they could go it, in it, in that in- initial interaction, with a certain intention... Of you know they're unsure about you or they're cautious, so but that you would say know that flashes. That, yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is that flashes blue, right? But over the course of that conversation, or you might be like perturbed or not want to be part of that initial interaction because of their color. 
So you walk away from that interaction. Mm-hmm. But without that, you know, hue of color above them, you would have gone into that initially and been okay to have that conversation. And they may have warmed to you mm. based off that. But now because you've already got intention behind the fact that they've got intention, the whole interaction changes. But mm. that's if I go into it the way that you're describing. But if I still go well, in the same you? way and use that just as an indicator, but still deep further to see if, for But example, that's going to influence you regardless. It will. Yeah, of course it will. But going into it, seeing, for example, like let's say if I say certain things or I act a certain way, if their mm. intention starts to change for either the better or the worse. Yeah, but then you're just starting to mind game people and that comes off as disingenuous as well to Correct. other people. Then you're not being your authentic self yeah. because you're already changing the way you look at people and then your perceptions of people <laughs> look, based off how they are. Look, bottom line, I just think it'd be cool. I don't know. It would definitely be interesting, but I could just imagine somebody like you know they got like the they got the, the black indicator, and it's just like, listen here, you treacherous motherfucker. Like yeah. I know, I know you're fucking up to something, and then they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, no, look, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I see it. You black cunt. <laughs> I don't know why I had to use the word. I knew that was gonna come up somewhere. <laughs> and it always comes out of my mouth. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Uh, as long as it's not accidentally out of my mouth, I've already had my problems with a. Uh, you know, casual racism, but let's <laughs> <laughs> not go there, Jesus. All right, well, what's yours, Steve? Self-esteem. Okay. You want to see self-esteem? I want That's to see self-esteem. Yeah. Okay. I want. I want to know when I have it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a joke answer, but the more I thought about it, like, it didn't, it wasn't a joke. So, I, it's like something that's completely non-tangible, but like, it's like, you know how like sometimes you, you build yourself up to something, like maybe you've got like a job interview or something like that, and you're like, you, you're not feeling it at that moment, yep. but then you're like, no, nah, I can do this. But I want to know if I can really do it. Yeah. I want to know if I actually believe in myself, and then just a nice little indicator telling me whether or not I believe in myself. So are you kind of saying that you would want, let's, I guess, you'd want to have your own hype man? Oh, that'd be great. Yes, 100%. So basically if, you have your own, let's say, hype meter. Yeah, hype yeah, meter yeah. Or hype man going, you can fucking do this. Or like, like, basically Shia LaBeouf going, just <laughs> do it! Yeah, or even just like a little bar, just like a nice little, you know, little, little progress bar. Like just like from one end is like, I'm really feeling it. And then like right at the bottom at zero is like really not feeling up to it right now. I just want to know where I'm at. Yeah, but if there. you know where you're at now, would that... Like would that sort of deter you from taking risks? Because you're seeing that you're like, I'm not into it. I'm not going to do it. I reckon. Oh no! It definitely would. Take that chance in in some circumstances that would have actually turned out amazingly. But you don't give it the opportunity because you look at the man. No, definitely. Yeah, because not not everything is contingent on whether or not I'm feeling it. No, you're right. Um, Because like it could turn out good anyway. But like I guess I guess like kind of what I'm thinking about now. Having brought that up and having hearing the 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 faith example and, and the and the and the intentions in shit. and the intentions example is that ten like non tangible data made tangible is a f- clusterfuck. It really is. Yeah, because like it's just it's it's information that no person should really have. Um, so I guess from that, I guess my second answer would be just like, oh man, that's a hard one. Because like I think that was an okay one. But now, now I've kind of forgotten my second example, to be honest well, What would be your actual silly... What, what, what would be a silly well, one? The, the silly one? Well, honestly, I was thinking about, like, you... Like, like you see, being able to see your own farts. But I would, <laughs> love, I would love to be able to fart in any context and have no one smell it, ever. 
that would be good. Yeah, that'd be nice. You, because, because, yeah. like, especially when you have a disastrous Crohn's ass, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually uh, couple I, Crohn's over here. Yes, I, uh, I, I heard a, I heard a joke uh, to, uh, told My about life. that in one, ep- yes, in one episode, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It's fucking hilarious. Is what it is. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you can see the humor in it. Fucking no. But um, otherwise, I would have killed myself. Already. I <laughs> lighter note. Ooh. <laughs> Well, as someone who's recently you gotten into, <laughs> yeah, lifeline. Uh, as anybody, as somebody who has started a new relationship, being able to fart whenever I want without it being detected would be fantastic. Because I hold in farts because I'm a gentleman. But when I leave her house at like four a.m., I like as soon as you get in the car, you just unleash. I, I Auschwitz myself. I'm just. <laughs> I, I go. I'm the same. <laughs> and like there's nothing wrong uh, assumingly with my colon so like I'm I, but like I, I've built it all up there and for whatever reason it's just it's just a gassy moment and I have to like it's like it's like compressing a, a, an archive it just there's, there's comes to a certain point where like you're not going to be able to compress it any further so the moment I leave her house I'm like I've got like a burst of speed going at, down the stairs because like I'm, I'm already leaking so like I would you're lo- heading at this point <laughs> little bit yeah. and it like so, it, sometimes it feels like poo but like it's just that much it's that much compressed gas it turns into a solid you know and you know it's fucked up like I, I know that I've done it so many times where you've gotten into the car but my issue is I feel like I've just stepped out of a colonoscopy and like you get that oh, extra no. gas wind yeah. so you sit there and it'll just be it's that kind of trumpet sound of oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And it's like, holy <laughs> shit, man. Like, fog how, horn. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, how long have I been holding that in there? Because it's, because you think Sucks. about it, when you're holding those in, they're not just your normal farts. They're your nervous farts as well. Oh, I've got plenty of those. I don't get nervous. Especially with women. Oh, oh my shit. God. I would love I would love that power. No, it's a fucking fantastic power. Yeah, you talk shit. Nah. Where, Tony. Where? When? When? I don't know. I don't go out with you. Correct. You, you know my track record. You're not fucking Superman, all right? Not Superman. Down. Well, you can't see his nervousness as visible to everyone. I will. So he day. just comes off. He just comes off as a fucking lad, really, like just a, a total, Actually, total. Actually, you, know, you, you know, know what? I'd like to see as like an invisible thing. I'd just like to see a lie meter on top of everyone's heads. Oh, like, just my to know God, whether they're yes. talking shit or not. That you're just, would be you're just playing Ali Noir with everyone, pretty much. <laughs> just doubt, just doubt everyone. Doubt everything. Listen, listen here, you call me son of a bitch. <laughs> I think that's the probably one that we can all agree on that that's what we'd want to see. Hell yeah. That's invisible to everyone Hell else. Yeah. A lie meter. I just, I can't imagine just not having a smug fucking look on my face no matter who oh, I'm talking to. But wouldn't it be time. amazing with that smug look? Just like, <laughs> like this fucking guy thinks he's got one this on me. Guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, yeah, because you didn't suck a dick. Yeah, last you totally night. don't want to smoke some fucking pole right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's sick. Mm, okay. I like that. That was a that was a nice little discussion there. Yeah. That was good. All right. Well, good time. What are we on to now? Then we'll lead on to. Yeah. Seeing as we're kind of leading on the whole yeah. things that really don't exist and that aren't real. Mm-hmm. What mythical creature would improve the world the most if it existed? So this is Excellent. a hard one. Very. Really, really hard. I feel like there's some obvious answers and then there's like some like ones that like you need to kind of like you have to mull over a bit because you know everyone could just say like oh you know the 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 fucking the griffin that shits food and water like great okay that'd be good but is that an actually mythical creature though it would be pretty mythical I don't know about you yeah but if you shut out a pizza right now 
<laughs> one, Am I a griffin? Oh, wait, I one, would, I would eat it. Am I a griffin? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you, you shitting out a pizza. <laughs> There's a full pizza. And With your asshole, anything's possible. <laughs> With my asshole, says yeah. Captain Crohn's. No, but mine's just disease that comes out of my asshole. My, <laughs> belo- my asshole belongs in Africa. You are literally famine's horse <laughs> of sh- the four horsemen. You, you shit out a cursed pizza. <laughs> <laughs> your way of spreading famine and pestilence throughout the world my during the apocalypse is just you <laughs> shitting all over the world. Yeah. Wow, that's great, dude. You're basically a flying bear. Fuck up, Bernie. Fuck up. A flying bear? A flying bear. Uh, That's great. Yeah, joke. Um, But I think if I had to think of it seriously and one that actually I think that would make the world a better place or that would further our advancements, Mm -hmm. I'd have to say be a Pegasus. Okay. Fucking flying horse. Okay, cool. But but why? Elaborate. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't need cars. You're just... No, like... No, but... We're talking one mythical creature. Yeah, one mythical creature. It's a Pegasus. No, no, no shit. But okay, are, we so talk- are we talking like a race of mythical creatures or no, just one, one mythical creature? One. Yeah, literally oh, one. Oh, fuck. Well, that changes my answer then. But yeah, because like all I can imagine is like that peg. You're flying a Pegasus, just like you know, having a great time, and then you just kind of get sucked into the jet turbine of a seven, you know, seven forty seven. Well, would we even need jet turbines if that's the case? What, you're going to have everyone pile up on one fucking mythical You don't need horse? to, everyone has their own Pegasus. Yeah, but we're basing it off the fact that there's one. Yeah, but if there, basically, basically, there was many, do you know what I mean? Like, Pegasus to Pegasus collision. Imagine insurance, how the fuck do you work that out? Yeah, I'm calling up to insure my Pegasus. That's why flying, car- yeah, that's why flying cars is fucking stupid. Like, you know, whenever you see like the Jetsons and it's like, oh, flying cars and shit. That's a fucking nightmare. That's a nightmare to think about. Imagine- I still want it. Okay, cool, but imagine like you get hit by a flying hoon who's doing air drifting and he's... You know, Commodore oh, Air Max. No sound. Oh no, there, there would shit. be sound. No, there would be sound. Yeah, because they all have six systems playing Deja Vu. Oh, <laughs> Deja Vu. <laughs> what a meme song, you piece of shit. <laughs> okay, mine's kind of weirdly uh, paradoxical in a sense. Cool. Let's go. Okay. A Hydra. Okay. How would that? Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Humanity becomes its best in the worst of situations, right? Okay. Twin towers collapse. Oh my god. No, no, no. Humanity bands together. Right. All collective people unite. Okay. A hydra? Yes, there is a lot of destruction and death. (laughs) I'm aware of this, right? But. Right. Hear me out. I'm struggling to. I know, but you've already got your own perception about this. I'm just trying to understand what you're on about. No, no, no. I knew this was going to be topical. But what I'm saying is, so let's say this thing's fucking in the water and it's fucking destroying shit left, right and centre. Right? Okay. People would unite in order to, as a common collective, in order to get rid of it. Right? To kill it. Would they? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have to assume so, because it, it, it has the potential to impact the world. I mean, yeah, most definitely. So what I'm thinking is, always in the worst of times, people do the most amazing things. Sure. So let's just say there's just a, a massive amount of destruction that's taken place. Okay. That's happened. The people have figured out how to kill it. They unite, they kill it. It's then, well, we are not on top of the food chain. Uh-huh. We kind of realized that we need we're much stronger force as a united front as opposed to separate people who butt heads. So, like So what you're trying to do is give the entirety of humanity a sense of greater mortality by bringing in something worse. Yes. 
And you think Run Hydra could have accomplished that? No, I'm just saying, like... Because I got the answer for that. Nuke? One drone. What? One drone, drop a bomb, goodbye. Okay, potentially, but we don't know the size of this Hydra. Imagine if we just fail. Imagine if we just, like, we It's a fucking bomb. But what if it's, like, Godzilla? All we... (laughs) I mean, Godzilla would be, like... That would be, like, a problem, for sure. That'd be a fuck-off problem. That would be, like, I ain't dealing with this shit. Like, send it... Like... If they draft me, I'm like, nah. Like, I'll... I'll <laughs> I'm like, can you just write that on your application? Nah. No, 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 no. With a W. Like, on the application, like, nah. Uh, yeah, I'd rather not. Just like, honestly, if you just want to mulch me for like, you know, just like mulch me now, I'll just like, if it's like serve or die, I'll choose die. Thanks. I, I don't well, want Look, to... with the way things are going at the moment, like you showed me the other night, mm. that robot... Oh, that can fucking that. shoot a gun at pinpoint precision. Is this yeah. the Boston Dynamics one or whatever? I think so. That is fucking Skynet. They were hitting it and like pushing it around and stuff, but it's still like its arm, like double jointed backwards and was popping in the tires. I mean, I mean, that's amazing. But like, all I imagine is that like, eventually, you know, if both sides have that, you know, say like, you know, we go to war of Russia and they've got like their own kind of, you know, bend the bullet robots. Then like I could just imagine them being like, who get who needs who, which one needs a, like a firmware update first, and then like having that be the victor because like they all have to download the fucking firmware and then put it on there, and then and they upload like a Windows ninety five like potential <laughs> crashing <laughs> sort of bio- <clears throat> yeah, and then you know obviously you'd run out of like people to like you know service the robots and yeah, so like warfare is gonna be fucked. I don't know if that's 100% mythical, but I think a Hydra would, you know, I mean, like, I'm with you, a Hydra would fuck shit up for sure. Yeah, and, like, I, I know my train of thought's a bit strange in that sense, but Is I look always? at the worst of times, always produce the best of times in humanity. But do you think that it would be, that everyone would just unite under one banner to take care of this colossal threat? You... Or would it be a race between the between the different nations to find out, what, or to be who's going to beat the oh, Hydra no. first? No, I don't think so. So it so basically be another space race. Because when we get... <laughs> no, really. No, no, no. Think about it. The whole thing about space race didn't... The, and no one combined to get humanity to the moon. It was like, all right, America, we're going to do it first. Russia's like, no, we're going to do it first. And they didn't fucking work Okay, together. so if there's an asteroid heading towards Earth, do you think people aren't going to unite? No. Honestly, there'll be people worshipping the asteroid. There'll be pe- like there'll be people worshipping the fucking Hydra. They'll be like, you know, they'll you be can, like, R slash Hail Hydra. Trump will just be like... This is why I wanted to introduce the Space Force. <laughs> fucking, fucking Crooked Hydra. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> we'll just throw the Hydra at it. One of the worst mythical creatures, maybe ever. Yeah, it'll be great. Honestly, fantastic. I can't wait for the tweets on that one. God. Yeah. No, I, I, I honestly feel like you're, you're putting in a lot, you're putting a lot of faith into humanity. Not, not that I'm like one of those people that's like, oh, fuck the world, everyone sucks. Like, I feel like if it got to a certain point where like, the Hydra is like just going coast to coast fucking shit up. Eventually, we're all going to yeah. like... I mean, at least, you know, at least the allied nations are going to unite, right? Oh, you'd have at to least. assume so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would want that. I, 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 you'd feel pretty responsible for just like... Because like, let, let's assume that like you're the deciding factor as to whether or not this mythical creature exists. Like, they're going to be like, who the fuck Who the fuck summoned this thing? But do you know yeah. what? I think over so many of the last 20 or 30 years that... You know, big things happen, but nothing significant enough to make the change. Like, I know it's probably a, a, kind of a fucked up example. Yeah, let's go for it. But, like, obviously the Holocaust, yep. right? Yep, I was thinking Really that fucked up shit happened. Horrific, yeah. But it took a lot of people to unite in order to correct that. Yeah. Sure. In, in, in essence, to beat it. That's the only sort of, sort of 
I guess, moment in history that comes to mind where a collective of people greater than Vietnam over, over half... Vietnam War. Mm. No, I still think that World War II was pretty much the biggest contributor to humanity coming as a collective. That and Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of... He has so much faith in Pokemon he's Go. Kind of, he's kind ridiculous. of not wrong. Like the, like, the boomers rising up on Pokemon Go has been, like, incredible. Mm. Like, and, like, I don't mean that as an insult. Like, walking is great. You should walk more, for sure. And if it, like, if you can, like, have fun with that, fantastic. I haven't jumped on it yet because, honestly, my phone battery doesn't last very long to begin with. And I just... Like, honestly, Facebook takes enough of my fucking battery that I don't need to be like, no, there's a fucking, there's a raid happening here. I mean, fuck that. No, I'm not like into that. I'm also don't like talking to people. So there's also that. But that's cool. That's some good shit. Like, how about a Pokemon? Do you reckon there'd be anything other than a Hydra that would fuck shit up more? Mewtwo. Mewtwo would fuck some shit up. That's true. Mm. Mewtwo would be fucking horrific. And he can talk to you too. What he can do you talk think shit. He can be... talk to you and, he, and he, his kind of main objective is to, you know, be Just dominant fuck, over. Yeah, fuck shit up. Over the monkeys, really. Yeah. Uh, mythical creature. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking rabbit hole in itself. You, you you create God? Now that's a fucking story. Oh, bad. That's like... it's like I created you, kind of. <laughs> the hierarchy is like God, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. That'd be that would be so good. You're like the... You know, and like because, you know, you, you made him, he gives you like demigod powers and then you're fucking sick. You know, you're like ripped and shit. You're, your fucking Crohn's is gone. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 that would be his Achilles heel. His only weak point it's is gone. the, the Crohn's is your downfall. The cr- my life is my downfall. <laughs> the fact that I exist is a downfall. Whoa, yeah. That's rough, dude. Mm-hmm. So yeah, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah like, so that's interesting. That one. That, 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 fuck. Uh, what would you unleash for the most destruction as opposed to trying to help humanity? What would you do to absolutely If we're going mythical to that point, yeah. he's going to say, what? I, I, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Well, I guess it would be aliens. Oh, okay. But I if I could be specific on the aliens, mm. they're going to go mythical, which pretty much can be anything mm. and it can be made up. The Saiyan race. Holy shit, that would be a fucking a Saiyan game warrior race that is basically a warrior tribe bent on dominate like universal domination. Yeah, okay. Like we ain't got anything against that. Nah. No. That we'd we'd be fucking wiped out. Yeah. Too much you think about it, a race of people where potentially one of them is strong enough to blow up a planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like split split it in twain. That's fucked. Yeah, okay. And they got they got cute tails too. I want to be one of them. I know, right? How cool would that be? You have cool hair. Hell yeah. Like, like amazing hair. You can fly. That'd be delicious. Like, they'd do the best Pantene Pro V fucking oh. sponsorship. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, shit, that would be luscious. Like, if your hair is so good that it emanates an aura, like, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking impressive. Oh, the man. Occupation of Earth, brought to you by Prancy. Prancy <laughs> <Brody. laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question, T. Okay, well this one, I reckon this is a pretty quick one. I don't know. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't actually get an answer on, on that one, one. To be honest. Oh, I actually didn't get an answer on that. I didn't have an answer. I just wanted to say that. Oh, anyway, okay. continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would be the worst? Buy one get one free sale. Fuck. Buy um, one saying get another one free. Use tampon. Buy one what? One saying get another one free. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll buy the Goku get a free Go Tanks. You know. Would that be a bad thing though? I think that'd be a pretty good one. Depends. Depends on your intentions. 
I would make them fight, to be honest with you. You'd make them fight? I'd make them fight for me. Yeah, you could also do that. You would also be an unstoppable beast. Um, you know, much. dictator. I would just have, like, a fight club. Because, like, I just want to... I want to see that. Like, you know... Because, like, you've got that one live-action Dragon Ball movie, the Evolution one, the don't, horrible one. Don't even fucking mention there's, that. There's a fucking that movie. That did not exist. There's a fucking movie That's review for you. That's fucking sacrilege to the highest degree. It's horrific, yeah. Um, so, I would want to see... Saiyan fights in real life with some actual production value. <laughs> that would be fantastic. All right. What are you up? Use tampon, you said. Uh, for a joke. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, <laughs> but that is a pretty bad one. That's fine. Buy up. one use... But why would someone buy, buy a used, used tampon? tampon? Correct. Because they're the fucked thing, up. The only person or being that I can think of that would buy a used tampon... You know there's one vampire. guy. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's, make yeah. tea. Buy one pin. Get another one free. Like, Man. as in, literally, a pin to the board. What if you need pins? Oh, yeah, but you're only... Oh, I, Tony, I'm trying to really think outside of the box here, mate. Man, you know that there's one fucking guy who can't come unless he has, like, period blood all over him. Oh, you know that there's the one... There's where a, the fuck did that come from? I was just thinking about it, like, why would you buy... God! Used, it's the same, same thing with, like, used underwear. Like, there's gonna be one guy... There's gonna be a market for it somewhere. There's always a market for it. Well, if it's for used underwear, it's some old Japanese guy. 100%. <laughs> A hundred percent. Buy one, get one free. I don't know. At the worst. And like that, that brings a whole new precedent to it. Cause like, I can think of a lot of good ones. Like buy one computer, just get a fucking another one. Mm. That's great. Yeah, but that's a good one. No, no, I know. I know. I know. To think of a bad one. It's just like, what would, what would give me the, like, what would give anyone the impetus to like, even think about that purchase? Buy one cardboard box, get another one free. That's pretty bad because it's disappointing. Yeah. Get one batter cancer, get another one free. That almost happens Whoa. really in and of itself because cancer kind of like... So know, buy leukemia. Buy one Arab, get another one for <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, no. Buy one Jew. Oh wait, there's none left. No! <laughs> oh, we just get an ashtray. Oh, oh fuck. Wow. Jesus Christ. I'm on fire. That was quiet. Yeah, that was, that was quite I'm the... so are they. Oh! <laughs> You're fucked. Oh, mate, I'm hitting new levels tonight. Man, I'm so glad that no one... The only thing people are going to remember is your, like, horrific shit. And I'm going to be the one that's like, yeah, period blood, right? Oh, fuck. And that's that's just going to be like, you know, that's just going to be like a a, a footnote. Yeah, it will be a footnote. Yeah, okay, so... You know what the real footnote is? Fucking Pegasus. (laughs) Yeah, Pegasus got kicked to the curb. Fucking (laughs) oath. Literally. Bullshit. I have a pineapple coming out of my nose. Most good. Ugh. Ugh. Um, man, a bad one. I like the cardboard box one. That's super disappointing. Just even as an example, it's disappointing. Well, buy one cardboard box, get another free. Yeah, because it's just like you buy one. It's, it's just lame. Welcome to the box it's factory. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what it's I mean? It's lame, but you think about it, if it, like in real life practicality, think about if you're moving house. How fucking handy would that say? Okay, okay. Let me make a point here. We all love free shit. So I kind of put to you the fact that anything in terms of a sale like that, I'm gonna be excited about. Oh it. my god! I've I, I got it. What? Buy you buy a full set of wheels and tires and you get one free. That makes that one kind of useless. As a spare, shorter sort of. Actually, no, no, that fucks it up. No, you're it? right. Yeah. It does leave it as a spare. Damn it! That sucks. But you were onto something there. Buy one. So one the wheel. worst buy one get one free. So it would be if you if it's a set of something. And it you gives you an odd number yeah. free, which gives you an odd number, which makes it useless. Oh, d- mm, jigsaw puzzle. You buy one, and you get one extra piece free. That doesn't fit anyway. 
Yeah, okay. It's just a I piece. Can see that. Yeah, that sucks. Why would you want that? No, you wouldn't. It's you'd supposed th- to be the bad. It's supposed to be bad. You'd throw Wait, it back at the person. You know what? You'd get it, it and you go, aww. And then just hand it back. I'd throw a pivot at their head. Yeah, but you violent. Fuck you, you fuck. Keep your fucking peace. Wow. Wow, you need to get some soon, T. There's a lot of anguish and aggression here. You know, shit. God. And it's not going to happen anytime soon. So deal with it. Dusty. He's up Ken. Ken. That's better. Ken. Ken. You buy one can of compressed air and you get a, just a bag of air free. Fucking hell. Buy one fart in a bag and get one. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, and Tony would be like the first one to go. Yeah, that's free me for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, be the, I'd be the first one fucking selling it. You get the boys that deal. You'd be doing black market deals because of how much you produce. For sure, it's it's kind of like how like people say. I wonder what the street so, like, name for it would be. Fucking supply and demand would never ever be a problem for you. No, it's yeah, it's kind of like and how if, people if like. If the uh, supply gets a little bit low, I just get on you. No, but I don't. You know, I don't fart anymore. Yeah, I just feed your onions and chavapi. It and still doesn't matter. I, I don't. You just really? don't. No, I've you got a problem now that I don't. <laughs> Is that really a problem? It's a problem for me because I should be, but I don't now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess at some point you should like release gas at some point. Yeah. Maybe when you die, maybe that's when it all come out. Oh god, my funeral! You're just gonna bomb everyone. Jesus! It's just gonna be like you know, like you know those like people bloating zombies. Bowl up. Oh, I will I'm be done. the only one at your funeral pissing. Hundred percent. Everyone will be because he's like, well, he wasn't kidding. His life was a joke. You'll be like a. You'll be no, like everyone a little... else will be upset and more disturbed by your farting. Me, I'll be the only one on the floor laughing. Yeah. I, I just imagine you're like all bloated and you like you're like a literal boomer from like Left for Dead. You just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> And then eventually you just fucking explode. <laughs> you just cover everyone with your entrails. Okay, next. Alright, so change of pace going away from the questions. Some news from this week about the updates on the casting choices for the new Batman movie. And more today. Right, oh, so okay, I didn't know I didn't hear about it from today. So, can I give you today's update? Okay, please do. So update as of the sixth of November. Yes. Colin Farrell being looked at to play Penguin. Yeah, I heard about that. And okay. also Andy Serkis to play Alfred. Yeah, I saw. Th- actually, saw that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's interesting choice for Alfred. Very intriguing. Why do we fall, Master? Like Man? I think Andy Serkis's acting chops speak for themselves. Yeah, but um, I, but I don't know how he's going to go playing a role like that. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm saying. I don't know really... how he fits the profile. But then again, we don't know. In the because vein of how they're going to do the Batman I think movie. the hard part for me with Andy Serkis being cast, well, even potentially getting the role of Alfred, is I don't see him as a gentleman-like character. Mm. I don't see him as a gentleman-like mm. Alfred. Is he, you know, he's is a, he is American he, or English? Should be British. Okay. Because if you look at his backstory, he worked for the, um, the Majesty's Secret Service. Okay, okay. It's so, kind of hard to be Michael Caine. Well, not even Michael Caine. I, like, I, That's the one I think for, of. Yeah, as same. shit as the movies were, I actually did like Jeremy Irons as Alfred. He, he did fucking Jeremy Irons gives me the weirdest vibe. I love him. But do you know what? I He's find great. what you need to get, especially in terms of an Alfred character, is as weird as references is, but in terms of Pinhead's um, <laughs> articulate nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, of being like that really speaks. composed, graceful, that sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's For Andy Serkis, I can't picture that no not yet but who knows we, it's hard to say how do you feel about Colin Farrell I don't know I don't really see him as Penguin like he's too I kind of don't how know do I, how do I put it he's too he's too pretty mm. yeah I feel like they needed scruffy and really kind of seedy they disgusting. need Danny DeVito again oh that'd be fucking excellent but you, obviously they're never going to get him for it they could 
I reckon um, he'd do it in a heartbeat. But you can't rehash an old role. No. No. But you need someone... Honestly, if I had to pick someone, I would pick someone who's had history in playing like a Cotney character. Yeah. Because Penguin is like in the more modern like revisions of Penguin. He's more of a Cotney gangster. Yes. Yeah, okay. Right? Correct. So I would want someone with that kind of experience to play that so role. So do you think someone like a Tom Hardy? No, again, too pretty. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, he kind of needs to be kind of ugly. Like, not, not ugly, but at least distinctive. Like, I can't remember if he's dead or not. Hold on, I better have a look. You go on your tangent. Um, no, 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 but who, who are you thinking? Mm. I have very little to input in this. I'm just kind of listening to you guys riff because, like, I, I have almost no idea uh, about the news. So I was just kind Okay, of... if he was still alive, who? Bob Hopkins. Oh, I would have loved yeah. to have seen him yeah. as, as fucking Penguin. Yeah, he would have been great. Yeah, he'd be well. question. Fuck yeah, man. He would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. Because being a Brit himself, yeah, <clears throat> and kind of he already speaks like a Cockney, yeah, would have been fucking awesome, yeah. And he's got the look, yeah. But that, so that would have been awesome. It's if a hard he was profile to fill his soul because yeah. there's not many people like that. No, there isn't. So I kind of feel like, apart from the overarching obvious of Bob Hoskins and Danny DeVito, I feel like they need to go completely left of center and find someone who may not have the acting prowess of those sorts of like actors yeah. but find someone really left of the curve see the thing that really shits me about like a lot of these sort of casting choices and a lot of comparisons that people make to these casting choices is they always do the comparison back to oh well, we thought the same of Heath Ledger can't not every actor is Heath Ledger. No. Not Heath- everyone's going to be able to pull the rabbit out of the hat like he did. Yeah. yeah. Okay? He so was a real I'm wild just card. sick to death of people making that comparison yeah. because that shit is so unlikely to happen again. And no. it probably won't happen no, again. No, I don't think it will. I, that, that's a once-in-a-lifetime role. Exactly. Truly. And we all thought the same thing as soon as he was cast like... Really? Yeah. Like Heath, really? Yeah. Like, Ten things I had about you, Heath, and a Knight's Tale, Heath, really? Oh, okay. This is gonna be shit. Yeah. And then fucking blown away. Mm. But, but see, that's not gonna happen again. What I'm hoping. Why do people for, keep clinging on to that? I don't know. You know, it shits me. I know you have a disdain for Rob Pattinson, but yeah, I've seen him in terms of his proper acting, mm-hmm. not his bullshit fluffy films. Look, it's look. I'm. I'm open to his acting. Okay, as long as you're open to it, because well, I know the, the what his The part that annoys are. me the most, yeah, and is for some look? reason, yeah, for yeah, some okay. reason people, for some reason people don't agree with me on this, but it's his look. Okay. He doesn't look like Bruce Wayne to me, nor does he look like Batman. Yeah, mm. yeah. he looks like Rob Patterson. But uh, and that's the problem that I think a lot of people are going to have is that they're not going to see a Bruce Wayne character or a Batman just like with Ben Affleck. You didn't see mm. Bruce or Batman; you saw Ben Affleck. Yeah, hundred percent. It's going to be the same thing with Rob Patterson. You're going to see Rob Patterson, not Batman or Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and that's what shits me. And like, see, acting. Well, what we were speaking about prior, mm-hmm. Army Hammer. He would have been fantastic. Face. I would have look. preferred him as a choice because I haven't seen a lot of stuff that he's done. Yeah. I don't really have a good grasp on his acting chops, yeah. but from what I hear, he's pretty good. He is. But it was the look. The look he had was fucking Or John Hamm. He had... Oh, the, it's the jawline! Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking jawline. It's sharp. It's so sharp. <laughs> it's not It's not the thing that it's sharp. It's just... It's a bold... and It's a bold jawline. It's a brutish face. Mm. Like, it's, it's not, rough. It's not rough, though. It is rough. It's... I don't know I'm how sorry, else to describe it. John Hamm it. pulls off a five o'clock shadow like no one else. Yes, I don't know how to describe it, but if I had to put it a certain way, it's 
It's just he looks like a man's man. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get you. He just looks like a man's man that can pull off not only just like the rough and gruff fucking man's man that gets his hands dirty and builds things because he's a man. Yeah, I but kinda... the gentleman, like proper gentleman man. I do get what you mean because it's not it, especially he's not... the way that he looked in Mad Men. Mm. He's not like that. So manly. I see him in that, and I'm like, fuck, it's Bruce Wayne. He's not so manly that it's a caricature. Yeah, but he's yeah, yeah. manly enough to be like, that's a fucking jawline. It's that's... believable. Yeah. yeah. And then you just put his jawline, like, I've seen like, photoshopped pictures of him uh, photoshopped as Batman. It looks fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'm sure. It looks fantastic. But I suppose, do you know what? We've also got to be open to the fact that Matt Reeves has got a complete re-envisioning of what the Batman's going to do. Like, yeah. Because you got to think about it, right? When fucking, what's his name? Um, who took on Dark Knight? What's his name? Christopher Nolan. Nolan had a different vision apart from what had been done prior to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... We didn't know going into watching those what we were going to expect. Yeah. So he did Batman Begins, the first one. He did the th- he did all Dark three. Knight, Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, um, that fucking, was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Batman Begins, yeah. Dark Knight, and Dark yeah, yeah. Knight Rises. Yeah, got you. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I have to be open to what his new vision is going to look like because at the end of the day, yes, we've always got a representation in our heads. A of dream team as well. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you have this image in your head of what the ideal Batman movie is going to look like because we've seen what good has come out of certain Batman movies and what shit has come out of it. So we're using that as a benchmark for what Matt Reeves is going to do. I feel like he's taken it in his complete own direction here. So it could be an absolute make or break. I'm just judging on the track record that Warner Brothers have had up to date. Yeah. And it's been pretty piss poor. Yeah. No, 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 I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. So that's why I'm very sceptical at this point because I'm struggling to see the potential of what it has So what because is... of just how shit the past few uh, Warner Brothers movies have been. Right, and that's not unreasonable. Like, you know? So that's why I'm struggling to grasp the concept and have a bit more faith in the project. Yeah, no, no, totally. Like, but do you know what? Oh, you've, had your faith, you've had your faith testing. I no. look at what Matt Reeves has done in the past. Yeah. Right? Let Me In, which was fucking one of the most original zombie movies I've ever watched. Yeah, I heard that was good. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes, Daughter of the Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield. Ooh, I like Cloverfield. Um, he's done Cloverfield Lane, all those. And then, so I feel like he's got quite a unique take on yep. what he's going to bring to it because mm. I look at what he did with Let Me In yep. and like I said, it's one of the most original scripts I think I've ever watched in terms of the vampire genre. Yeah. yeah. So Vampire or zombie? Vampire. I, I apologise when I said zombies before. Um, the way it was done, it was then recreated in a foreign film as well. Right. So I look at, he's going to take, I think, a lot more of an artistic perspective on Batman as opposed to a classic mainstream blockbuster. So I feel like Batman's been done so much now that there needs to be a reimagining of that. Mm. So if Warner Brothers have failed miserably in the past, I think he's exactly where he needs to be at the front of the helm, doing something that's his vision, not influenced by Warner Brothers in any way. Yeah. Okay. So like, that's kind of how I feel about it. On, so I'm excited about it. On top of that, like as somebody who isn't like who one had no idea about any of this, uh, I I kind of have like a very outside knowledge, especially of like of these kinds of films. Like you know you know you got your Batman, you've got your uh, other superhero films, Avengers and whatnot. I haven't seen Endgame. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like I'm, I'm very on the fringe. I only listen to other people's opinions about these movies. I feel like, much like Star Wars, this 
like Batman as a as a as a series of films where he's been in you know the the main thing in a film. I feel like there's a lot of baggage, and I feel like that's yes. where Tony's coming from. Where it's like there's a lot of kind of like it's not like Let Me In, where like it's an original concept, yeah. and you kind of come in with no expectations. Universe. Yeah. Um, so I can understand where like a lot of the cynicism comes in, where like you know you you see certain things not going your way in pre-production and and whatnot, and then it's like you come in with the expectation like you want to keep an open mind and i and i i like your approach better but like i can see being because like i mean you know tony's a, i mean tony's a massive fan yeah and i'm sure he'll, yeah. he'll you'll go watch it regardless I will. but there is always that feeling that they're going to fuck you yeah um they're basically just gonna rape my childhood going on to that's that, the feeling i have <laughs> well going on to that uh i in the past couple months, I've been listening to people's opinions about a movie I've never seen, which happens to me a lot because I, I just like I like hearing people talk about stuff they're passionate about. The, the recent like Joker film that came out, where yeah, it was like yeah. his, his like it's like a retell retold like origin story, as far as I know. I actually really need to go see. It. How? Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say like if you guys had seen it, I've what been you felt. very slack. I haven't seen it. Okay. And you I Friday, need I've to go it. see it. Friday yeah. night sounds good. Okay. How, and how'd you feel about it? I, I loved it because you know someone who's not aware and completely in the know of the way Joker's interpreted in comics. Yep. I kind of like not having that background because that I feel like that would influence how I would have watched this. Definitely. That makes you a lot it makes it a lot easier for you to pick it up. Yeah. 100%. But I watched it for purely his artistry in the film of portraying someone who's like unpredictable like a loose cannon. Sure. And he does such an exceptional job at it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That it makes you super uncomfortable yeah. watching him. It's like a slow descent into madness. It's a burn. It's a real slow burn. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, and it kind of gets to a point where it just flips a switch and you're like, holy shit, he's fucked. That's Like, excellent. he's got problems. That sounds like something that I would definitely want to watch. That's, yeah. That's like, like, and that's somebody who like, you know, it's not that I hate it's not that I hate like superhero films or like anything about like, you know, like, you know, you know, kind of anything to do with like, you know, Batman, like you know, I, I I watched Dark Knight and I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not like super into the fandom, but yeah, as an outsider, I think those kinds of like you know trying to be original on the take probably it probably like makes mega fans really nervous. But if you're if you're just a fresh face coming in, it like the gamble's kind of worth it because you're not there with a bunch of expectations about how fucking the Joker should be portrayed. You see, now this is one of the misconceptions that a lot of like people in your position have on the kind of outside view, how people have a lot of, sort yeah. of I guess nervous feelings towards an interpretation of a character that they all know and love. Sure. Now, the thing with Joker, mm-hmm. the movie itself, is that it's influenced and kind of based on a standalone graphic novel called Joker. Okay. Which was one of the possible imaginings on how he came to be the Joker. So an origin story. So it's pretty much a what if. Okay. It's it's basically like this may have been how it happened. And not it's, so, it's, so it's not, not canon. It's never it's never sort of cemented that that's how it happened. Like to okay. date in the comics, we're not still we're still not sure on how the Joker became the Joker. Sure. There's a couple of origin stories as how it happened, yep. but it's never very it's not cemented. There's a few stories that they stick with, but it's never properly presented. So sure. for me going into this movie, I'm not expecting any sort of link to the comics. Right. If anything, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more of a link to that story in particular, which I've read and it's great. Cool. Um, which I'm excited for. I think it's good. I, personally, I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be great. Great. Because it's not. It's nothing like we've seen before. Mm. It's very, very different. 
and the fact that it like I'm hoping for it to not feel like a comic book movie I'm hoping it to feel more realistic but at the same yeah. time oh. I'm worried <laughs> but at the same time it's I'm worried so not a comic book movie I think that's people good. are fatigued that's on great for now. but the yeah. thing is I'm worried that they're gonna make the like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker feel like a sympathetic character when he shouldn't be a sympathetic character it's so not I've heard, I've heard both sides. I've heard that he kind of starts off as like, you know, kind of a person down on his luck and you kind of have, cause like, you know, you always kind of want to follow the protagonist's kind of cause. Yeah. And then eventually they, they, as you said, flip that switch and then it's just like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then, well, look, yeah. that's cause that's what I'm hoping to see. I'm hoping just to watch it and then have that feeling afterwards going that not only was that a great movie, but that character's fucked. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. It's just like losing all sense of self like i've never seen that envisioned in the way in a movie like that ever done before yeah so i kind of feel like it's done in a really original way on a story that's so established like joker is established as a character yeah but the way joaquin phoenix treats it is it's his own role like he's made it his that's good so i like that he's taken this role that's you know got so much history behind it but gone, well, that's its history. I'm taking it into a new direction. Mm. And cool. like you said, you know, it, it can be kind of a realistic or a comic book based, you know, foundation. But there's so much realism because I think they utilize the concept of mental illness so well yeah. in this movie. And it just takes him down that rabbit hole. It's fucking Pandora's box. When mm. it opens, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I, um, I, I feel like, uh, and this is just from what I've heard. Um, I don't know if this was your experience, but like, apparently there's a, there's a, and I don't know if this is like a spoiler, so I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll warn. Ba, 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 spoiler alert. Yeah, this might be a potential spoiler for people who want to go in blind. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> just that pause, you motherfucker. <laughs> But apparently there's parts where you're kind of not sure whether like, like what's happening on screen is like actually happening or if it's just like a, if that's like a, a kind of, like a dream sequence, not, a, not even a dream sequence, but just his distorted reality. You get perceptions of that. Yes. Okay, cool. Cause yes. like that, that has always really interest, interested me like that when, when people try and pull that off, because I feel like there's so many ways to do that wrong from just like a just from a cinematic standpoint where it's just like, you can confuse the fuck out of people. Like I watched, this is a total aside, but I watched fucking, I watched Fight Club, uh, like for the first time, uh, about a year ago. Oh, I wish I watched Fight Club about a year ago. That'd be amazing. And I still kind of, I still kind of felt like a fucking moron by the end of it because like, I'm like, but was he fighting himself? Was it like, is that other guy real? Like, and like, and, and I just thought of like, they did it fine. Like, it's a well, well written, well filmed movie. It's fucking great. And it, and I, but like the, it was such a fucking like blow by blow kind of movie that like by the end of it, I was still just kind of like, I can see why this influenced a lot of people and like kind of, there's so much discussion about the film, you know, just taking that from like, you know, the book and then transferring it over. Like I can imagine the book being a fucking clusterfuck as well. Like whether or not you like what's happening on screen is actually happening. Um, I don't know if it's just because I'm a fucking moron, but like there was a lot, <laughs> there was just a lot of times where I was just like, I was just like, it, like, but I think that's the film yeah. being done right. Yeah. I feel like that too. Allowing yeah. it to, for you to gain that sense of confusion. Yeah. No, it's totally. so important to the character's portrayal. Yeah. You, so yeah. in Joker, they do that in that sense where there's a lot of jump frames 
between each scenes. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes you go, oh, whoa, 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 whoa like, how, wait, how am I feeling about this? What's going on? What's going on? Is it and like a... his perception of that situation. So it's like, wow, like they're doing this justice in terms of the way it's being portrayed. I like, I like that. Um, that, like, that sounds amazing. Like, yeah, I, I guess it would be kind of weird if you just kind of knew straight up that like, oh, this is just bullshit. This is not actually happening. Yeah. Like that would be, yeah. No, I, I guess that is kind of the point. So I guess it kind of just like, it, it, it like it one two punched me basically like it, it it got it got me yeah okay. okay so yeah I um yeah I just wanted to ask about that because like I I because like it's like oh a new Batman film and I'm just like oh shit like we still we've been still- following this like I have been all updates since since it ever got announced yeah when did it get announced <sighs> got announced oh it got announced back when um when that was starting up the Ben Affleck sort of arc I see originally this Batman movie was supposed to be Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie but now that he's out of the role it's been completely retconned okay but getting back to that movie and the casting choices one of the best ones we've seen that is confirmed now Matthew McConaughey as Harvey Dent fucking oath who's basically that's Two-Face yeah I know who that is Matthew McConaughey is Two-Face man that is a fucking great. I'm trying pick. to. I imagine. honestly think that he is going to fucking nail it. I think, yeah, I think so. If I, if it's who Dude. I think, it, if it's if it, if Matthew McConaughey is who I think he looks yeah. like in my head, Matthew McConaughey, who's <laughs> in uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. No, no not sorry. Um, what was that other one? How to Lose Wolf a Guy in Ten Days. Street. Oh shit! No, he's perfect. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. Is it the guy that goes up? Yes. Oh, yes. he'd be amazing. A hundred percent. Fucking, that's probably the best casting choice I've heard so far. 100%. It's fucking fun. I want them yeah, to do a callback great. to Wolf of Wall Street where like Harvey Dent's like kind of on his own, just geeing himself up and she's like... <laughs> you gotta watch Wolf of Wall Street. So fucking good. Um, but then you've also got the other casting choice that we know of is um, Zoe Hendricks yeah. playing Selena Cole. I yeah. don't know who that is. Um, I don't know much about her. I know what she looks like. She's got a cool ass name. Yeah, well it's... Um, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Oh, Sorry, not fuck. Hendrix, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, you said Hendrix. <laughs> Sorry, wrong, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wrong, wrong rock star name. It's Zoe so Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is married to Jason Momoa, who is the guy who played Aquaman. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she, in the past, like, she hasn't done anything really renowned in terms of her acting. She's always done some really, like, how do I put it, independent style films. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has this like seductress sort of feel to her. Like Sick. even the way she looks, I, I've been saying to Tony, like she's going to be perfect for that role. So I'm excited for that. Cool. Cool. All right. So amongst other pop culture news, you've got, um, all the recent sort of headlines and sort of articles about, uh, the traction of the new Terminator movie, mm. which has been pretty much bombing. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I'm trying to understand why it's doing so bad. But I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really understand why. Okay. Because from the trailer, it looks great. So, But for some reason, they are struggling to make box, box office dollars. Alright, so this is my, this is my like, as somebody who didn't even know a new Terminator was coming out, so I'm assuming if I haven't heard about it, it's probably doing pretty badly. I haven't watched the first two films. I've watched part of the second film. Because what is wrong with you? I, I, look, I was... How have you not... So you haven't watched Judgment Day? Never. Oh my... So you haven't even seen the best Terminator movie? 
You think Judgment Day? Judgment Day Terminator 2 Hands is down. the There's best. No oh, one. no, T2? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I've heard it's the best sequel ever. Heard? I've heard in, in you small need rumblings to watch it. across the entirety of pop no, culture. You, yes. no, what you're going to do after this is done, you're going to go home and you're going to watch Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Come with me if you want to live. It's That's what it's from. I know. I'm aware of that part. Look, look, you're, you're talking to somebody who's pop, 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 pop. Pop culture. God, I'm pop. pop, pop, pop who's, who's pulp fiction? Is, Orange pulp culture? I watched pulp fiction two years ago. Oh my god. So that, that should just give oh, you a good a good what? idea of how out of touch I am. What have you done with your time? <laughs> Not much, dude. What do you do? Christ. I uh, I don't know. Like I like, yeah, I knew I knew coming into this topic that it was just gonna be you guys going, Are you fucking serious? Oh um my brain's sore. I feel like Going from that though, knowing that T1 and T2 are at least, at least just kind of universally acclaimed, going like it's been like a downhill spiral since. I've heard three maybe is okay. No? Rise of the Machines was ass. Okay, uh, super bad. Pretty okay. much everything after T2 was pretty dismal. Okay, so my view is correct, at least in that assumption that those, those two movies are kind of what holds up the fandom and everything else has just kind of been a disappointment. I feel like there's there just been too many. There have been some in the middle that did well. Yeah. Uh, what was that one with Christian Bale? Was it Genesis? Yeah, Genesis was fucking... No, Salvation. Salvation. Yep. Terminator Salvation was clo- the closest thing to what T2 made me feel. Okay. It just had the... Vo- like, for example, Resident Evil. Yeah. Right? Um, have you seen Resident Evil? The films? The films. No, not no. a single one. Okay. So the last one yep. that they did, yep. I put on par with like... The first two, okay. which the first two were fucking awesome. Yeah. The last one, and like for me, the way they that was carried the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. The way they carried the story through all of the Resident Evils was fucking exceptional. I think they did a brilliant job at that. But the last one, in terms of its action sequences, its storyline, everything, it tied so perfectly into closing that franchise. Yeah. I think with the new Terminator, I think it's just kind of gotten to a point where that genre has fizzled out. Okay. Like it doesn't have the same bizzazz that what one and two had at the time that it was because that was new. Yeah. That was really new at the time. Yeah. But now because technology is so ba 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 ba, everyone's so desensitized to AI and all that sort of shit that it's kind of like eh, I don't really need to say it. You know, it, it's all been done before. We've yeah. seen this yeah. many a time. I can see that. the whole uprising of the robots. Correct. It's like it's kind of already happening. People are already like aware that like. You know, if you're going to talk about like future problems, it's that's like the major issue, and it's kind of been done to death. Exactly. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's partly why it's kind of failed. But do you think it's also due to the fact that, they, like, for example, to bring in back older characters, for example, like bringing Arnie back into it and bringing Linda Hamilton into it, that a newer audience they need to are let too Arnie young to sort of know who they possibly, are. And their possibly, possibly. I think. I think a lot of the ticket sales would have come from people who had that nostalgic sense of what one and two brought for them. Yeah. So yeah. naturally they're going to be the viewers that are going to see it. But kids these days don't understand the nostalgia behind Linda Hamilton being in it. They don't. For me, like that's the reason I want to see it. I yeah. want to see her back on screen. Yeah. Because of what a badass she was. Yeah. So and looks and like how she's badass re- she looks in the trailer. Fuck yes. So fuck. I feel like she's reclaimed that, if anything. But, you know, each to their own. I'm definitely still going to go watch it. Yeah. I, as somebody who has not zero nostalgia for, you know, films with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Your heart was bastard. Fuck you. <laughs> um, 
Look, let me talk from my from my completely uncultured point of view. Yeah, go on, you rat. You rat bastard. Um, <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> I feel like um, we were just talking about, you know, um, the new Batman film, like, having all of those expectations put onto it um, and kind of having this, like, legacy of... Not, not even, yeah, just a legacy of expectations of how it should go. I feel like they need, I, I feel like if it's going to go the nostalgia bait route, which I, I hope it isn't. Because, like, I, I feel like that could come off as just worse. Right. Like, do you think that there's any way for the new Terminator film to do something different while still being um, evocative of what you guys want? It's a tough question. It's a good question. I feel like if they took a different path down what, like, so Skynet was obviously... Mm-hmm. The branch the big of AI. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm aware of that one. Yeah. Um, if they did more of a expose on how that all came to be, as opposed to just delving into like it's already happened, Judgment Day's gone, it's all been and passed, right? And now they've got that sort of formation of you know, well, it's Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting robots. That's kind again. of like what they did in T two. Yeah, I know, but this is my point. Mm. If they ha- rehashed but did it in more of an original sense of going, well, let's do it from the perspective of the AI and the robots. Man, that would be right. so hard. So, well... Would what- you do it from the perspective of the robots and the AI? Would you do it from the perspective of the programmers that are creating Skynet? Possibly. That would so be like cool. Miles Dyson. Yeah. You remember? Fuck yeah. Um, how can I forget? I kind of feel like I would have loved to see the train... That of thought that led down to the point of AI becoming so advanced. Yeah. Seeing that and then going, well, fuck. What, what, what's our reaction to that? What do we do now? Yeah, that'd be cool. That that'd be different. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that could make its own movie. Yeah. As opposed to following on from you know judgment. The typical storylines where it's just you need to save one person, otherwise the future's fucked. Yeah. And yeah. that's generally the gist of the whole Terminator series. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Which I, which I can understand why that's becoming a bit of a. Like you just—it's an eyesore, you just, man. Like, you just beating, you just it. beating, and you've already beaten a dead body. It's just—it's basically the Elmo meme, uh, the vine where she's beating Elmo, <laughs> and he's just standing in the street in the snow. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's kind of what I feel. Your faces. I—I kind of get that sense that like, um, if I had seen a trailer for this and it was just like a graying Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of stand, you know, kind of like reaching out his hand to a chopper, as being like, "Come with me if you want to live," I would just be like, I would be like, "You're Man, not far off." It's like that. You're not far off. There um, is there is a bit in the trailer where he does rip that out. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. See that even that even that as somebody who who like knows that line, but like that to me that feels more like you know they're, they're saying they're doing that to get people in it would be like you know i don't know how, how many of you like how many of you have like uh played metal gear solid um <laughs> yeah i choose that game wonderful yeah um <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the kept you waiting her mm. for kiva sutherland it's like that where it's like it's cute but it's just like oh man this is not the same mm. and and like mgs5 is great but like all the problems besides that point it's just when you bring something like that back there's a there's a way to do it that's just kind of like eh, remember, remember that yeah, shit? and then this part is just like oh my god that's just that's that's what they got huh yeah like you know if that's all they've got then that's a problem for sure. So going on this whole sort of I guess this tangent of let's say the Terminator movies and talking about superhero movies yeah. and stuff going on was it a couple what two or three weeks ago yeah. um, the comment that Martin Scorsese made about 
comic book movies in general. Do you have the quote? Because I have not heard this. Uh, um, hold on. Brad, if you want to field me in while I look this up. Um, yeah, so essentially what had happened was, obviously with the influx of Marvel movies and yes. superhero movies, there's been a bit of backlash by, um, I suppose, unconventional directors. Yeah, um, and Scorsese definitely fits that. Correct. Um, that he has a problem basically with how many are coming out and it's discrediting genuine movies. Okay, yeah, so and how formulated they are. Was, and... Comic book movies are not real cinema and they're all terrible. That's a bold claim. Yeah. And I feel like if anyone's got grounds to make that, I feel like he does more than anyone else. Yeah, he would definitely get away with saying that. And yeah. Assumingly he has. I, I, uh, I, I don't disagree but I don't have I don't have that same amount of uh, rue and lament of uh, those films because I just haven't seen many of them. See, I feel like me and you are going to be at loggerheads in terms of this. Oh yeah, because I'm of the opinion I'm with Scorsese on that piece of shit. Uh, yeah, no, 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 but hear me out. You're still a piece of shit. I know, I know. You're going <laughs> to think that regardless. I took a mediating stance immediately because I knew this was going. That's what's going to happen. You're a piece of shit too because you haven't seen Terminator Two. Man, fuck you. I sit fuck on the, you. I'll, I'll sit on the fence as much as I like. Hey, no, you won't. You will watch Terminator Two. You piece of shit. Oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, for sure. Fucking better. It sounds good. It sounds, it sounds like a good, good film. Um, good times to be had by all. So, <laughs> with what Scorsese says, uh-huh. I am of that opinion that. Mm. Many of the other movies that have been released at the similar times that Marvel movies have been released, uh-huh. because they've built such a cult following now with Marvel, that it detracts away from movies that are made of substance. Okay. So in the sense that, you know, a creative director's come up with, you know, an original idea and put it out on film, and we're not going to watch it with the same open-mindedness that we once did, because... Marvel movies now have influenced the way we watch movies. Yeah, excellent point. Um, So you go to a Marvel movie, you kind of know what to expect. 100%. Like, yes, it's going to be great action. You know, it's a real fan favorite. Going to be some set pieces, you know, yeah. That sort of shit. But it causes people to think lazy when it comes to film now. Okay. Because I watch a movie not just for purely entertainment value. I watch it for cinematography, plot lines, themes, stories, how it's developed, all that sort of stuff. Definitely. Um, so when I go to a Marvel, I'm like, it's mind-numbing. I can sit there and watch it. I don't need to think. Yeah. But, for example, if Shutter Island, for example, had come out at the same time that Endgame did, <laughs> I'd kind of laugh because Shutter Island is one of the most fucking brilliant movies in terms of, you know... Causing an absolute mindfuck when you're watching it. And subverting your expectations and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But you wouldn't get that same sort of acclaim that it has. Sure. Because a Marvel movie was out at the same time. I agree. I also think that like Marvel films and those kinds of like big blockbusters have just kind of replaced those. Because like, I feel like there's always just going to be, oh, here is... Movie that most people will like, it'll get a generally favorable or at least, you know, or highly positive review. It's a, it's a safe bet. You, you know, you can bank on people being there yeah. on opening night. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to bring the house down as for like more, I don't know if, if this is the word you use, but like films that like aim, like maybe take a risk here and there and like do something a bit different. Um, I feel like, you know, Scorsese making that comment, I feel like he's seen the popularity of those films. And, like, there's a little bit of, like, embitterment to, like... Like, because, like, he knows that, like, he's the shit. Like, he's a good... He is. He's, a, he's the fucking shit, right? 
and everyone everyone will 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 pay him that right but like he sees the fandom he sees like the he sees like just the just the you know if he has any kind of social social media presence god help him because they don't shut the fuck up about it right yeah. but i don't know if it 100% detracts from the films i think it makes more people like realize that yeah hey maybe i want a movie that you know like kind of jogs my brain a little bit but like you know i like i like directors like you know tarantino i don't think every single one of tarantino's films i mean they're all fucking insane and, yeah. I, and I like and i like how he i like how he does films i i pulp fiction i could not believe that i hadn't watched this before because it it, it hit every note that i wanted it to right but it didn't necessarily make me think a whole lot yeah like I still really enjoyed it, um, but I would also consider it like there's a reason that that has such a such a kind of platform in pop culture. Like people think of Pulp Fiction as something different and as something like at the time was you know was like truly kind of it, it stood out. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really see the Avengers films doing that because maybe I don't know maybe it's just because they they they're carrying a a lot you know like you know a brand and a license. Maybe it's something like that you know. Because like for me. It detracts away from the originality of certain directors, like you know, potentially ones that are coming through the wings now. Yeah, that they're more inclined to go something that's more mainstream more and it's going to appeal to audiences, as opposed to being, you know, oh my god, I'm going to run with this original concept and do something that no one's ever seen before because right. hey, it's not going to make money. That shouldn't be the driving force behind what cinema is. Yeah, like market research shouldn't... No, exactly right. And I think that is, you know, a massive loss to the cinema industry because you'll get these up-and-coming directors that won't run with their new ideas because, hey, it's not going to make me money, which I don't like, you know. Sure. It takes away the idea that there's going to be original films... Because everyone's now going down the formula that works, which is what Marvel have done. Right. So that, for me, is a loss in itself. And I, that's why I understand what Scorsese is saying. I love Marvel films. I do. But I also like an original movie where... Definitely. It causes me to think, you know, where you have a fucking two and a half hour conversation afterwards about it. Because it's like, wow, you know, what did you, what did you think about this? Oh, you know, well, this is my perspective on it. Yeah. I like movies that do that. Whereas Marvel, I I haven't really found a movie that they've done yet where it's kind of made me think. Sure. It's, it's, it, what it is, is exactly what it is on screen. I think the only thing that makes you think with the Marvel movies in that respect is not so much what happened in the movie, it makes you think of where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only point of mystery that you'll find with Marvel movies. And is that just sequel baiting? Yeah. And do you think that to a degree when it comes to that sort of mindset of like kind of the standard movie platform of the Marvel formula and a lot of like a lot of movies that have that kind of I guess that artistic approach have sort of been in the decline do you think that is partly due to I guess a lack of original stories that are just not, I, I, that don't, I don't have think that kind of effect because I think based like what you said before about market research it, it's it's not what audiences mm. want because audiences have become lazy thinkers and don't hate on me for saying it but I think it filters back into the whole concept of technology has created lazy people like in the sense that you know we have gotten to a point where we don't need to think for ourselves anymore like we have fucking Google and Siri. Here and comes old man Brad yelling at the cloud again. Brad, Brad the Boomer. Here we go. Let's but, go. No, I'm just saying. Like, I don't disagree with you 100. Like, I kind of feel like it's gotten to the stage now 
where when it requires a bit of effort, people are more inc- less inclined to do it because it requires a bit more than what you'd normally put out. Sure. So in a Marvel movie, you go in, you sit down, you're like, fuck yeah, that's sick. Oh my God, what an amazing movie. Great. For entertainment value, you cannot go wrong with a Marvel movie. Yeah, probably not. But for depth of plot lines, story, character development, all that sort of shit, Mm. you don't see it. I have not seen it in one fucking Marvel film. I feel like with that particular argument, even though I agree with you pretty much wholeheartedly, not so much that people are lazy, but that people are more likely to take the path of least resistance. Yeah. Um, if a film challenges them in any way, like I, I think this happens a lot with like independent films or foreign films, or you know, when, when there's like a, a a miscommunication anywhere in the chain of I like what I'm seeing and I know what's happening, there's almost certainly going to be resistance. Yes. Um, so I agree with that. But on top of that, like, I don't think there's anything like functionally wrong with movies making a lot of money, getting a lot of people in seats. I feel like it's kind of inevitable. I feel like what Martin Scorsese said was supposed to be inflammatory uh, and was supposed to be a bit of a diss. Oh, it's a provoke. Yes, 100%. It's, it's, it's provocative, it's, it, and it's like, you know, but he's also, you know, I mean, we, we brought up Wolf of Wall Street um, before. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't call that a necessarily thought-provocative, like, provoking movie. It provoked me to laugh a lot. Yeah. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's, more than, uh, he's more than capable of, like, not, not, that they, not that it wasn't completely one-sided. Like, um, I, I personally, while watching it, knew it was going to be mostly lighthearted, and then it kind of it turned on me at the end where like, it's like, oh, this person's actually like really terrible. And um, there's like kind of a heel turn at the, at the end where like, you're not necessarily like, you're not, va- you know, you're not, you're not you don't, rooting for the protagonist. Anymore. Exactly. And you don't vouch for them anymore. No. As soon, as soon as it comes to, as soon as it comes to like the end parts of the film, you're like, oh yeah, he's a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Um, and the, the, I, I remember, I remember being in the cinema and hearing the audible change in the audience's reaction uh, to one particular scene and it was just like an audible oof and everyone I everyone was like oh fuck yeah this guy's like kind of turned into a monster and that was like kind of the only thing that I was like man I think this kind of fucked up like how you know this this big yarn about this about this guy who gotten gotten up to all of these exploits and fucked so many people over like how you could actually have fun with that for like the last the two hours you know yeah yeah, no, that was like the say. only thought-provoking part. But yeah, to go off that crappy tangent, I know I've been talking for too long. But uh, <laughs> like, basically, I agree with Martin Scorsese. But like, I feel like it's it's kind of inevitable that there's going to be the yin and the yang. Like, you're going to have your blockbusters that you know, 98% positive. It was great. Dot dot dot. That's that's the that's the review. Yeah. And then there's going to be things that's like this. This movie fucked me up a lot, and you, everyone should watch it because I want you guys to experience the the pain and terror that I went through. Yeah. Uh, and then those movies are great. But I feel like you can't have both. Like, if those avant-garde films were as popular as a Marvel film, they would become a Marvel film. Well, I just eventually. look at what the horror genre yeah. has now done. Yeah. Um, and that never used to be at the forefront of cinema. Like, Definitely no, no not, one no. would ever go and actively get the audiences as much as, like, James Wan, who's directed, like, The Conjuring, Insidious, all those sorts of movies. But he's brought a new, like, turn of what horror now encapsulates in its films. Totally. Um, so, you know, who who's to say that there won't be another up-and-coming director that brings out another th- something like God- Goodfellas again? Yeah. Oh, God, imagine. Like, 
you know that's going to fucking put bums on seats. Yeah. Because of what Scorsese set in terms of those movies. So yeah. good. Like, it's hard to fault what he did in cinema. I watched Goodfellas four months ago. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, I'm well, going to kick myself it. in the fucking dick. <laughs> I was born yesterday. Well, at to... least you've watched it. So <laughs> I did watch something. it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Fucking so it's those sorts of movies that like I can't go past in the sense that have we missed out on someone not being able to get their script? Oh, I see process? what you mean. I see what you mean. Like movie, movie kind of uh, studios just basically throwing money at the safe bets, and then people who are at the door with their, you know, with original scripts. Pe- yeah, with their potent, with their potentially like amazing script, get completely fucked. You know, Literally. I, I totally, yeah, I get what you mean. That though. that's what I'm missing out on because like I love independent cinema. Like I, some of the movies that I've watched are. Fucking amazing. Sure. And like I said, I do love the entertainment factor behind what Marvel produce. And yes, it's always going to get bums on seats, guaranteed. Yep. But at the end of the day, I also want to deflect away from that and watch something that's got, that provokes a reaction in me. Like where I feel that sense of dread or uncomfortability or, you know, I don't know how this is going to turn out. It's making me really writhe in my seat. Yeah. And so something that's not predictable. Correct. Yeah. You know, something that, you go in and you have no fucking idea halfway through how the fuck it's going to end. But in a Marvel film, yes, okay, Infinity War kind of pulled that out in terms of not expecting how that was going to end. Yeah. Which is props to them for doing that. Yeah. Because it wasn't that happy ending. Yeah. Um, and again, the way Endgame started, I liked that because there was a little bit of substance through that. Yeah. So I can kind of see that... Yes, they're using the existing formula, but they're also trying to reimagine a different style and appeal to people's emotions. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I hope with the new direction of what um, Doctor Strange will do, yeah. will evoke a new reaction. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is the doorway to what Marvel could potentially do. Yeah. And they are going to appeal to a drastic amount of audiences. Definitely. If they can do that right. Yeah. That is going to be literally the catalyst for a new branch of Marvel cinema. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm. So that's that. Now on to, I think we'll rip up this final one and then I think that'll be, that'll be end of freestyle part two because we've, Going on for a while. Oh, a whole hour and 20 minutes. We've waffled on. You need a nap, Uncle? You want to go to sleep? We've waffled on a fair bit. Oh, you you knew this was going to happen. I did. You you brought me here and I was like, I told you I'm going to make this go way longer than you thought. (laughs) (laughs) What's the last one? So I'm going to field this one to you, Stephen, because I've got a feeling that you will know a bit more about this than I. Honestly, uh, what, the apology of BlizzCon? Yeah. I honestly haven't watched it. All I know is that uh, it kind of just was a non-apology, kind of more of a, uh, it was kind of just more of a, a, you know, it was a mediating statement designed to offend no one, but say nothing at the same time. So what, so can you kind of give a bit of a background of the pretext of how okay. this came to be? Okay. So basically what happened was there was a Hearthstone tournament with a, uh, with a certain Hong Kong national who won and he used his platform on the stage and the the commentators were in on this 
to basically to basically you know just use it as a for a political statement about Hong Kong and the kind of the uh, the, the the current issues that are happening between them and mainland China and the commentators got fired and Blizzard kind of just shut down the whole thing. They banned the player, they took his winnings because it was part of the rules not to make a political statement, you know, use the platform as a political statement. But the bigger the bigger discussion was uh, basically American based companies kind of bending a knee to China to not offend them because they've got a lot of, you know, moneyed interest over yeah. there. And basically, uh, BlizzCon happened, Diablo 4. I mean, I'm sure you guys will talk we'll about that. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. And there there has been a lot of cynicism being like, oh, well, you know, all of these new am- announcements, you know, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, and just kind of the whole thing, the whole spectacle of BlizzCon, everyone was just going to kind of forget about it like most internet mobs do after two weeks. But no, they actually addressed it and they sort of apologized. Now, I haven't actually heard it verbatim, but it was basically, we, we're sorry you feel that way. And, you know, we're, you know it, it was very, very press releasey sounding. It was just like, you know, we at Blizzard understand that, you know, our political stance, blah, 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 China, etc. And they said very, very little. And it's what everyone was expecting and it kind of led to just this, there's been more backlash, just kind of just having the, you know, just like having the ability to even just discuss it is kind of gone. They weren't allowing people to like terminate their accounts in in protest. They were stopping that. So there's a bunch of shady stuff happening there, basically. So I just kind of wanted to, I, I kind of... Like when I saw this on the list, I was like, I don't really have much to say about it other than that. That's fucked up. And uh, it's shit. It's shit that like, that like, that's what it's come to where it's like you can't just it's 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 hard it's hard to even have a stance on it because like i don't agree with it but at the same time i've i don't have a stake in it at all but um yeah basically blizzcon was what everyone expected and it was just kind of shit and they didn't really they didn't really leave anybody with positive thoughts i didn't know the impact of this whole event how big an impact it had on the community until i had spoken to a couple of um, acquaintances of mine that are big World of Warcraft players, and mm. a lot of them now have completely nerds. And then a lot of them now have completely boycotted the game because of this. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big. Like I'm talking people that have been playing for close to close to 15 years. Yeah, completely boycotting every Blizzard product because of this. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's like, a big. Oh, deal. really? You, you think this strongly about this? Like, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Shit. I didn't know it had that big an impact. Yeah. Oh, shit. Fucking out. Yeah, no, no, really, it's it's crazy. Um, it's because it's because Blizzard has like a fuck ton of um, moneyed interest in in mainland China. They have a lot of you know they they have a, a, a you know just a, a sizable player base there. And it's weird because the press releases that were given out concerning the incident were completely different to from like you know the ones that they gave to the Chinese and the one that they gave to us. Yeah. And the main difference was that like the sympathy towards China was like greatly heightened as you'd expect really in a, it, you know, in the Chinese press release, because it's like, I, I think the, I think the, the quote was they would uphold China's dignity and it was, wow. it's just, it's very strange. It's Talking just about sucking China's exactly. They're kind oh, of just shit. like smoking China's pole a little bit. And I can understand like, there's a lot of, you know, like from a business standpoint, it's like the, it's the wise thing to do to not, you know, you know, to not like yeah, poke it, the, it's the, the whole thing you nest. don't mess with your bread and butter. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, but like the the response it's been given has like been really bad PR, and then leading into all of this, like it it kind of like just spelled out to people that like you know people only care about something for you know two weeks, and then it's just it's it's done, and we don't know if there's ever going to be actual you know any actual change. And like the legis like the legislation like like I I think as far as I know the only real pushback from the you know the civilians of Hong Kong is that they they could potentially be tried like for crimes and they'd be sent to to the mainland for prosecution that's like the only main thing they want to be tried as somebody who isn't a part of you know whatever communist thing they got going on there because they're 100% separate that's like the only thing but like i mean i'm you know it's a big deal obviously but like that's that's where this is this all stemmed from one hong kong hearthstone player said you know hey liberate hong kong and then it was just like, and that was like his main thing. He probably shouldn't have said it, but like, you know, they, they want to give this whole free speech thing, but they don't actually like, actually, you know, when it hurts the money, when it, when it, you know, when it makes, you know, when it causes tensions with like the people who hold the wallet, it's like, oh, call it off. And then there was this big back backlash that like no one actually really expected. Fuck. Okay. But yeah, so that's a depressing note. Diablo 4. That is a depressing note, but onto the main news. The announcement of fucking Diablo 4. Now, I've been... I was hoping that I was going to get this news last year at BlizzCon. Yeah, I think a lot of people were. We were all... Everyone was hoping to have the announcement. Instead, we you got... You, instead, it. you instead got instead Immortal. We got, we got fucking the mobile f- version of it, which still isn't out. Diablo Immortal. It's just like, get yeah, What, you don't, you, don't have a pho- you don't have a phone? You don't have a phone or something? Huh? Do you, do you guys not have phones? Is that... Do you remember the audience reaction? Have you seen that? I don't remember it. But Holy I shit! It. Yeah, it was. Um, it was great. Audible booze. Yep. When you know the the logo came out and everyone, and then like the people on stage like were fielding questions, and then one person in the crowd because they field questions beforehand, so people can't just be like you know they can't just be like you'll suck fuck off. You know they tell you they ask you what you're gonna you know ask before all that happens. But the guy went off script and he was like, so is this some kind of like like off-season April Fool's joke. That's what he said to the people there. And then that started, like, this extremely cringy exchange between the, d- the developers that are sitting there, like, sweating like fucking pigs because everyone hates it. Yep. So, yeah, that was supposed to be Diablo 4 last year, and then we got that shit show. So, what did you think about Diablo 4? From the from the footage I've seen, so I've seen the, the cinematic they gave us and the little bit of gameplay. Uh-huh. Love it. Love it. Love everything about it. I'm Wonderful. Fucking excited for it. I cannot wait for this to come out. Now I showed you the cinematic. Mm. How fucking cool was yeah, that? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. If, like the typical Blizzard, the CGI is next level. It's fucking phenomenal. I've heard it's good. Yes. It looks inc- like the the actual cinematics look fucking amazing, as always. Like their cinematics have always been. Like, yeah, no, I've fucking top yeah. notch. I remember the D three ones. They were good. Yeah, fucking amazing. But this is just. Oh, it looks. It looks great, and the gameplay looks even better. And just going off a couple of articles that I've seen, well, actually one in particular, mm-hmm. um, possibly leaning on the fact and hinting at the fact that it's going that it's most likely going to be an MMO. Okay, which is fucking fantastic. Mm. That is absolutely amazing. But you can see how all of that, all of that positivity in the wake of uh, what happened, it's like you've got people on one side who are like. Yeah, Diablo 4, woo, Overwatch that, 2, well, woo, and then well, it's less I'm like... On that, I'm on that side. I'm on the side of like, Diablo 4, fuck yeah! Yeah. So there, the there whole are, time, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, it sucks, but it doesn't really affect me that much. No, and it doesn't. And, and that's... Right? So and, like, yeah, it's not a good thing, but... 
Yeah. It doesn't really affect me. It started this like weird kind of um, counter to like people who were just excited for the video games. Mm. And you you get like, if you express any any kind of uh, positive sentiment towards their work, it's just like, like, it's not like everybody a fucking, I mean, even Blizzard, like a lot of Blizzard employees like either walked out or they um, stage a protest as well. Because yeah. they, they, you know, this is a higher up decision, you know. Yeah. This isn't the fucking, this isn't the CG artist who did this shit. Yeah. But people see Blizzard now because they've, you know, they've kind of showed their hand that they, you know, they, they showed their hand as a business or believe yeah. it or not, they're a fucking business that like, yeah, they, they've lost all personability. Like there's no, there's no like individuals in that company anymore. It's just Blizzard the assholes, which, yeah. which sucks. It really sucks because I mean, I saw, you know, I, I saw some of the trailers and stuff that were coming out. It was good. Yeah. It's really good. It looks like good games. Yeah. And like now you just can't be positive about that because of higher ups fucking decisions. Yeah. You can't just appreciate the games. Exactly. You can't just appreciate the games without having that political overtone in there. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you're just... Which is sad because... Now why, you're just cucking yourself should, to China, bro. Because that... Why should that even be a factor in your opinion of the game? I mean, it shouldn't. Not at all. No, you know, objectively, it's like... I can understand the idea of like not wanting to support the company. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I can understand that. But like your dollar isn't... isn't isn't changing, you know, the, the Chinese market. It's, no, it's it's just there. Yeah. So and, and like and like Blizzard knows that they're in the shit. Like yeah. they, they they know like from a from a uh, public perspective standpoint, like this has been a major blow. Yeah. Um, because even someone like me who isn't at all invested in any basically any Blizzard game. Yeah. Um, like you know the waves have hit the mainstream essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, default looks good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, default looks great. That's out of all that. Bottom line, <laughs> bottom line, default looks great. Yeah, default looks great. Fuck China. Yep. <laughs> I reckon that's the uh, the punchline there. And yeah. um, I think that's... That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Death Stranding was really, really, really confusing. That's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> Hideo went full Hideo and it was just... Uh, so it's, it's it's a little strange. Oh, if you want to play something that fucking challenges you, if it, if you want something that's thought provoking, pick up Death Stranding. You you won't what have the a fuck thought. Fuck is it? It's a new game made by the same guy who created Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, so if you like Metal Gear Solid and you like that sort of storytelling, yeah, you prob- you like Death Stranding. If you're looking for challenging challenging media, it's perhaps the most challenging there is, yeah. uh, from what I've heard. Anyway, that's all I'm to say. Yeah, no, PT, PT was challenging in a, in a more different way. Christ. In that I can't, I still can't walk down dark hallways. Nope, that was, yeah. Man, fuck that game. Fuck that game and it's ass. Anyway, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming along. Yeah, it no, was, it's uh, been good. It was been fun. very good. Sorry for waffling so much about China. Um, <laughs> I know I, I could kind of, I, I was reading the room a little bit and uh, for a moment I had a, ses- a sense of self-awareness like, Perhaps I am. Perhaps it is me. So anyways, um, so yeah, that's a wrap. Thanks for coming along, Steve. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me, dude. Um, now we all know that you're sucking China's proverbial dick. Oh, abso- so, uh, absolutely, dude. I'm nail our Chinese overlords. Yeah, and I, I for one, <laughs> I for one appreciate and love them. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much. Ah, thanks for coming. <laughs> I would so, love to be on again. So it that part of the pod where I do the standard plug in your ass. So uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, 
Playlist FM and various other podcast iTunes. apps. Look us oh, up on iTunes, your... sorry. Yep. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook Rebels Without a Clue podcast. Also, if you have a Zoom, uh, use one of those. <laughs> oh and, uh, my god. Look us up Who on the there. fuck has a Zoom? <laughs> look us up. You know, Jason does probably. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't have that anymore. He lost that. <laughs> not much was lost. No. Um, I'm not plugging anything because I'm a failed Let's Player who doesn't do anything on the internet. So, um, <laughs> I'm just kind of here. Hi, my name's Steven. I've been Steven. (laughs) Um, So do you want to plug yourself? Yeah. uh, So you can follow myself at Braddles2505, B-R-A-D-E-L-S-2505 on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook, all at the same handle. And you can follow me on Instagram at tboner80figs and Snapchat tboner18. And I guess you'll only ever hear me here. I'm a... I'm a um, Rebels Without a Clue exclusive. Um, so, you know, if you like hearing more of me, perhaps I'll be let on again. I don't know. Let us, let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know if you like me. If you want me to leave, I'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll understand. But, you know, I appreciate you putting up with me regardless. Awesome. Ah, fucking that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... Uh... That's freestyle part two. Who yep. knows? We might uh, we might rip out freestyle again. We'll see what happens. Who knows? I, I kind of liked it. I'm I uh, I waffle for too long. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Let's not be silly. <laughs> I got very self conscious in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, guys. Fucking up. Ah!